0: Uh, well said, betting, could be one of the stinking. biggest news items at least in 2018 surrounding uh gambling what was what it went on with sports betting
1: development in America's sports industry today America's highest court has given the go ahead to bet um, uh, uh, on the second one we made it first. a first
0: Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your boy, Tanner and Garrett, coming back with the third episode of The Fix. Welcome back, guys. Glad to have you back here. Um, Garrett, how'd your week uh, number one-ish
1: go after episode two? Uh, my week went great. Uh, Betting-wise, not so hot. Practically blew up my account. Uh, <laughs> it, started, it all started, I knew it was going to go bad, when fucking uh, Ohio State... Was covering the 27 and a half against Florida Atlantic like five minutes into the game and somehow failed to cover uh, by the end. Um, And then I I couldn't check my phone the rest of the day because I was in Ann Arbor. But when I got out, I I knew I obviously didn't get the Michigan bet and, and found out I've lost a lot more so uh down a few units uh ready to make them back this week yeah i feel yeah uh
0: to be honest with me on the other hand i think i had a pretty good weekend uh this weekend i went four or five i oh, went no six two and one this weekend or something like that or does that makes sense i don't know what i went this weekend but all i know is my total record uh, for the podcast is 7 3 and 1 uh not too bad it honestly should be 8 2 and 1 if Northwestern just literally doesn't screw me over. I mean, so oh my God. Plus six and Such a half. LB. And like, even if the dude, even if the fucking lineman were to fall on that football in the end zone. You know, there there's one lineman. There's an offensive lineman there before everyone else. If he just falls on it and takes the safety, the six and a half still covers. And oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, I've had three or four friends text me already like. Hey, you know, hey, so are you betting this week? Uh, I don't know, dude. I might hang it up for this season because Northwestern. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely hitting people hard.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're gonna get those. I mean, week one—that's just the first of many to come. Uh, definitely has a better gotta keep fighting through them. And even though like it, they happen. They suck. It sucks. But you try to keep going with it, I guess. But I mean, that was that was one of the worst ones I think I've seen in a while. Especially since I thought uh, Northwestern could potentially have won that. They're. Uh, their starting quarterback just announced today he's out for the season. So Hunter Johnson at the helm officially for the rest of the season. I know they were split in series kinda of, or something like that during the middle of the game.
1: Yeah, I, I swear Stanford ends up one way or another, they end up in these bad beat games all the time. Like last year I know they yeah, were involved yeah, dude, in one in the basketball. year before, like all the time they are involved in these bad beat games. it, it absolutely it blows just- my mind outsmarting the people <laughs> yeah like
0: wow they they know the lines when they play i promise you uh but yeah definitely so uh not a, not a hot start off for garrett to be honest but a pretty good start on for t Fly picks keep checking my twitter by the way i post other picks that i don't talk about on on here at t Fly picks on twitter we're gonna keep it rolling though um so get uh Tonight is th- Today's Thursday. We've got the first night of the NFL back with Bears-Packers tonight. Uh, touch on it real quick. I know uh, by the time this gets posted, uh, it'll
1: be afterwards, but who do, you, who do you got tonight so the podcasters can uh, see how you did? I haven't really haven't really paid attention to this game much. I know like leading up to it just a few seconds ago, I told you I bet on uh, the Packers' money line. I uh, just threw a unit on it so I can watch the game and have some fun, but uh, I tried to stay away from this one. In general, though, I think the Packers this year are going to trend up. Um, and I think the Bears, I don't think they got any worse. I just think Aaron Rodgers will uh, have kind of a fire under him this year. And and I think they'll win that division. See, and that's
0: where you're wrong, Garrett. Me, myself, and I and the Bears are back again, baby. Bear down. We are back. We had an awful end of the last season. The Bears, <laughs> the Bears are my team in the NFL. I've been a huge Bears fan ever since I was little. Uh, awful end, just in the season last year against Philly on a missed field goal. That was heartbreaking. They're going to come out hot tonight. They're going to do exactly what they did to the Packers last season, Week One. But this time, this time we're going to win. We're not going to choke the lead at the fourth quarter. We might have to tear uh, Roger or Aaron Rodgers' leg off this time. But we're going to find a way to get the dub. I went a heavy, a hefty bet tonight on Bears. I bought it down to minus two and a half to lock in the pay. Um, Not going to say how many units, because it's against all the rules we talked about. Uh, But we locked it in, and it's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, What's funny about you saying you blew up your account, uh, we did that on the freaking week of us talking about unit sizes, making sure we uh, pay a little bankroll management.
1: Yeah, and that's why, honestly, I'm thankful that I didn't put too much into the week. I think I only had like 10 units, 10%. Um, ended up down like maybe seven or eight units. I'm not sure. Cause I know, uh, like the Notre Dame game didn't, uh, the Georgia game was the only one I think that covered, um, so that kind of helped me stay afloat. And I should have honestly, like, look, it, it happens to me every time like this. The one that I bet the least units on ends up being the one that I win. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like, in retrospect, you're always like, of course, Georgia beat Vanderbilt by 50. Like, why wouldn't they? Uh, yeah. But um, I guess that's kind of the name, name of the game. It was a good week in football, though. I know we can talk about take some time to talk about some of the storylines from last week. (laughs) I don't Uh, want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Purdue. (laughs) (laughs) The Boilermakers, but but honestly, but honestly, before I even dig at you, in all seriousness, I think the uh, storyline from Week One is that a lot of good teams had rust. I think the only team that didn't look rusty was, like, Bama didn't look too rusty. They did the first Oklahoma half. Oklahoma maybe didn't. Yeah, yeah, and even the, even then, they, they started fairly slow. I mean, Duke's not a bad team, and they're tremendously coached. But, yeah, so uh, Michigan started off slow. Ohio State started off fast, but in general, was a very rusty game. And that, and that was the case for a lot of teams. And then you saw uh, a lot of teams in Purdue's type of situation where it seemed like they had games and then just had— meltdowns or a yeah, series of unfortunate events after series of unfortunate events. And, and uh, yeah, what'd you <laughs> think of the craziness? It's awful.
0: <laughs> um, I will say though, as a Purdue fan, like I feel like my heart's already been ripped out. So recently it didn't hurt as bad. Like the the Virginia loss in basketball in the Elite eight was so much worse than that. Like, it's like, you know, you're beating a dead horse right now. Kind of. So it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but definitely had to uh, throw a few drinks back after that one because it was uh, it was still rough. Auburn and Oregon had a great thrill to end it. Um, so definitely some good games. I think only one of the top 25 teams lost, and it was to another top 25 team. So no huge upsets this week, honestly, um, other than the Tennessee-Georgia State game. I mean, wow. Come on, Tennessee. I mean, rocky top. I mean, that, that ship is rocky. I mean... You cannot lose at home to Georgia State. And it's all over the headlines, you know, having to pay like a million dollars. Definitely probably the worst loss of the week um, would be the Tennessee loss. But just,
1: uh, t- Tennessee's that team where you every week and every year you keep telling yourself, okay, like, yeah, they lost to that really bad team, but they're not going to do it again. And then they do it again, and they do yeah, it again, right. and they keep fucking doing it, and it never stops. Tennessee football is miserable and this is coming from a michigan fan like it's like being a michigan fan except for everything that you're doing isn't against good (laughs) teams it's against like terrible teams and it's (laughs) quite quite embarrassing honestly um at least they don't have an ohio state though you know (laughs) right right they just have Uh. about five of them
0: yeah, exactly. Alabama, Auburn, everybody. Um, but let's keep it rolling. Uh, you want to kick it off, get into the week. I know we have several picks. We have NFL this week also. I think we'll both do like only one or two picks for NFL um, each. And then I think we have a couple games that we're going to go over discuss for our college day on Saturday. Um, but definitely follow us on Twitter. We're going to be tweeting out more of our picks we have, I mean, we're we're betting like degenerates right now, guys. Like I say it every, every week, like we're betting like crazy. Um, there's lines out there. Uh, we're keeping track of only the ones we say on here. But if you definitely want to hop in on something that we don't mention on here, uh, like I said, follow us on Twitter. You'll get live reactions. Any questions you have, tweet at us, ask us, text us. Most, most of you know us. Uh, but, yeah, Garrett, let's kick it off. Uh, week number two, college football, who you got?
1: Okay, so my personal lock aside from i think the game that that would be both of our locks um you know i'm looking through here so so just the teams i'm taking real quick i'm taking ohio state taking iowa i'm taking maryland i'm taking lsu those are the four teams and that's not including the the game that we'll speak on later um out of all those ones honestly i uh, really like iowa minus 20 uh Rutgers is <laughs> Is Rutgers? Um, it'll be at Kinnick um, with the with the hospital looking over um, the angels, keeping eye on the Hawkeyes um, as they take the Scarlet Knights by at least thirty five. Um, I think it'll be a good Ooh, game okay. as a as a Big Ten opener for Kirk Ferentz to get a team that's lost a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, especially offense. Um, get them kind of rolling and, and get lots of guys some time and stuff like that, uh, and I think they'll easily get that twenty. Gotcha.
0: Uh, I, we talked about this before we went uh, went live. Iowa I just scares me with scoring. They're like a like a Northwestern dude. Like they play solid D always, but their offensive scoring like you don't know where it's coming from sometimes. I think that's kind of a fair statement um, with them.
1: But especially uh, this year.
0: Yeah, like they lost, what, two first round tight ends last year with uh, Noah Fant and what's his name? TJ Hawkinson, like that. Uh, yeah, Hoskinson or something. Yeah, um, I don't know. I drafted him, so I should probably know that. But <laughs> um, he's in my backup tight end. I'm, like, one, of my li- I'm in one of my leagues. But yeah, I can see where you're coming from. But I don't know. I'm not a, a crazy fan of that pick. But uh, can, I, they can, I can definitely see him covering. I can definitely see him not. Um, but we will, uh, go to my first game. So the games I'm going to talk about, I will list off a few more games at the end that we don't touch that I'm taking as well, but the five games that I'm talking about will be Texas plus seven UCF minus 10 Wyoming minus seven Kansas minus seven. And then the game that we're sharing that we'll talk about later. Um, I'll kick it off, I guess with, uh, let's go with my f- highest unit play of the week. I'm going four units on Wyoming minus seven. At Texas State, I mean, Wyoming bursted your bubble, Garrett, last Mm -hmm. weekend with the Missouri game,
1: correct? In Missouri, it was the same as the Ohio State game. Missouri was actually out to a hot start. It was one of those games where you put your phone away because you're like, okay, they got that. Yeah, then
0: you turn it back on you're like, are you shitting me? yeah i had i've had a few of those go on lately um but yeah i'm gonna go to wyoming minus seven texas state just played texas a&m and got throttled by like 36 texas state's at home now but i feel like wyoming off after a big win i they definitely proved themselves um and be able to come back without uh who's it it have been what two years without josh allen so a quarterback having another year under his belt i like uh wyoming minus seven there maybe even buy it down to six and a half we'll uh see, get a little bit closer to time but uh definitely one of my
1: favorite plays uh so uh, another play that i'm i'm really hot on um and, and this is something you'll never see me do but the way the line swung since i placed it um kind of validates my thinking uh, so i got maryland plus one against syracuse and now i think you'll find that line actually has swung in maryland's favor it might be minus two uh, it may even be minus two and a half. Really? Yeah. Um, and th- and that's hosting Syracuse. Um, it's a couple, couple reasons. And the reason it, why you'll never see me bet this is because I'll never bet against Dino Babers, or at least I've said that uh, before. Dino Babers, uh, when it comes to gambling, he is the single best college football coach uh, to go out and win you a bet and put points on the board. So if you ever need an over... Or if you ever need a cover, go to Dino Babers. Um, but anyway, Maryland. Um, Dino Babers. Yeah, Dino Babers. But Maryland, uh, basically, I really like their athleticism. They push the edge on everyone, um, especially in the Big Ten. They always do pretty well non-conference. They've knocked off Texas. What, it was two years in a row they knocked off Texas in the opener. Um Yep, Always good in the in those uh, cross matchups, and I feel like this is a game where Syracuse is, is being portrayed as the, the favorite, um, whereas the teams are actually very even. I think Maryland's going to use that as a little extra motivation. Uh, I just think they're the better team, honestly.
0: Well, I had this game as one of the games I was looking at, and I was honestly leaning towards Syracuse, if I'm being completely honest on it. I can see Maryland, you know, they smoked Howard, 79 nothing last week but like that wasn't a competition so definitely couldn't get a real sense of them and Syracuse has a stud um what's his name was it is it a, a uh Dante Eric Dungy yeah him um I'm trying to get a name real quick uh a one of the receivers is just in, oh, I can't even, I don't know we'll forget about it but uh they have a stud wide receiver that I was looking at earlier in the year that really impressed me one thing I like to do is also like look at projections on the NFL drafts for the next year to see for players that like you wouldn't expect on some teams to be kind of breakout players and definitely can, you know, change a game. And they had the Sy- Syracuse uh, wide receiver in like the first round or early second. So definitely been looking at him. Uh, but yeah, I can see where you're coming from. You know, Maryland looks good week one. Line is shifting heavily towards Maryland. So I uh, can see that happening. Uh, we'll kick it off to my second pick of the week. We are riding the Les Miles train. Until it goes off the tracks with Kansas. We are writing this. We are going Kansas minus seven versus Coastal Carolina. Like I said last week, they have a project three and a half <laughs> wins. Where are these ones coming? They're not coming in the Big 12 Harley. They're coming in these this weak-ass non-conference of Indiana State followed by Coastal Carolina. Get some wins under Les Miles' feet. <coughs> I'm joking. I'm so worked up. <laughs> Uh, okay, like, yeah, Kansas minus seven. We watched them play last week. I told you guys, I told you guys, I told you guys to get on the damn line when I said it at four and a half to five. It got all the way up to damn near ten by game time. That's a five-point swing from when we recorded it. I mean, get on these lines early. It's at seven now. I see this thing running up to maybe ten, potentially again. Um, like I said, hey, we're going less miles. They have Puka back. They have Puka back. i'm changing this from a three unit play to a five unit mortal lock we'll do a big cat mortal lock i'm typing it in now mortal lock kansas buy it to six and a half not seven we're gonna go down to six and a half for the mortal lock throw whatever you want we're just gonna hypothetically (laughs) give a five unit (laughs) wink but whatever you got in your
1: bankroll let's 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 throw some money on it all right uh (laughs) <laughs> uh i think you pretty much pretty much knocked it out of the park there uh and that wasn't that wasn't a game i was too focused on so i'll take your uh hard analysis uh in intel there um and and you sound really passionate about it tanner so i think the listeners <laughs> if you guys got to pick one pick out of one you'll hear today uh go with that one it sounds like um,
0: hey, Les Miles, baby, we're on. A- you
1: know, and on on the Les Miles topic, uh, my next pick, the last one I'll discuss for college football, uh, is actually LSU minus five, and I'm pretty sure you picked Texas uh, for this one. But I'm oh, you're going against. But I'm me. going LSU. head
0: to head fixed matchup. I am
1: doing Coach O, um, and I, th- I think the most obvious reason for this is that. It's the it's an SEC team in a, in a big cross-conference matchup, and they just tend to do well in those. Um, but my thinking in the X's and O's is that Texas, over the past you know whatever years since they've been rebuilding since Vince Young, they've always had the talent. I mean, they, they're probably equal in talent to LSU, but what they struggle with is when they can't get a run game established. Uh, Sam Ellinger isn't going to kill you I agree. Uh, just through the air. Um, and what, what better team, His honestly, feet. in the country uh, to force you to pass and man up five on five uh, than LSU? I mean, that's, that's DBU. That's, that's their brand of football is to put eight in the box and, and force you to, to beat them in one-on-one coverage. So I like LSU. I was really surprised to see with it being uh, an away game that they were actually favored. I thought it'd be pushed down to under three or close to even. So that scares me a little bit, but uh, I still like LSU.
0: Well, what would you get that line at?
1: Just curious. Minus five. See
0: the line I'm looking at six and a half for plus tech for six and a half plus plus six and a half for Texas. So I was thinking buy it to seven, and we got the home team with Texas. I dude, even I have a weird feeling. I've never been big on Texas football, but for some reason, like the last podcast, I felt like Texas football might be back. Now, I've never said that since Vince Young. Okay, I've never felt that way, never said it, never thought it. But I said it this year. So, I definitely have a good feeling about Texas this year as a whole. Um they're at home getting 7 points against LSU. Um I yeah, I, I just I was leaning towards uh Texas on that one just to be honest. But definitely it's going to be a great game. I can see where it goes. I like taking the home team with points here. Big, big game for Texas. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be loud. Let's see what uh, the Longhorns got. Hook them.
1: Oh, if they, if they if they win this game, I think they're a couple years or maybe even a year off of being in the playoff.
0: No, oh, yeah. It, definitely, it'll be a like big win for two. Tom Herman. Oh, yeah. This would be the biggest win of his probably coaching career. Uh, I I just laid two units on it. Not a confident, crazy confident bet, but I do like Texas in that game. But like I said – if you have it at five, I would definitely probably go LSU. If you get it to six and a half, seven, I'm going Texas. Uh, definitely play on the value there. Um, you know, I can see Texas losing by two field goals also in that game, more than six and a half covers and, you know, the minus five covers for LSU. Uh, so it kind of just depends what line you're getting sure, um, and how you feel. Definitely a toss-em-up game. Uh, but, yeah, definitely that was one of the games I was going to talk about. Uh, let's kick it off to another one of mine. I have UCF minus 10 versus F or at FAU for three units. Um, so you got to see uh, FAU go against Ohio State last week. What do you think about him, Garrett?
1: Well, I think, I think as it relates to this game you're picking, I think what, what you're going to see is, is a similar level of athlete from UCF to Ohio State, a similar speed of game. Um, but, but you're going to see Florida, I think, be able to score a little bit more, but UCF will definitely be able to put just as much, if not more points on them, uh, as Ohio state did. So I see it as a very comparable matchup, honestly, to the Ohio state game.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, UCF thrashed FAMU last week, 62 nothing. I watched a little bit. I don't know what, UCF plays a lot of Florida schools. Start the season off with FAMU and FAU, excuse me. Uh, but There's yeah. just so many of them. There's Dude, like
1: 12 of them that have football programs. Oh,
0: I'm down here, bud. They're everywhere. UCF, FIU, FAU. There's a lot of athletes down here, bro. Um, definitely a lot of recruits they can find. But, yeah, uh, definitely I'm leaning towards UCF minus 10 there. They looked good week one, you know, had a walkthrough game pretty much get the offense up to speed. They got Wimbush from Notre Dame leading the offense now. So, uh, yeah, I like UCF this year. I like them too. I even like them next week against Stanford as well. Uh, but, yeah, going UCF minus 10 for uh, three units. I like it. Uh, do you want to take it over? To, yeah. Do you want to take it over? Do you have any more picks for this week? You want to talk about? or Do you want to kick it over to NFL?
1: Uh, no, I think we're good. But actually, we we forgot to talk about our our combined uh, pick. Oh yeah, for what am I week. doing? Yeah. So, uh, in my opinion, my favorite pick of the week, and I think Tanner's on board with this. Uh, it may be a trap. We go favorite pick of the week.
0: I got it's a pick. It's a pick for me.
1: It may be a it's trap. A pick, it may be a trap but, because it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where you look at it and your saliva is <laughs> dripping. Like it's that cheese. Yeah, it's a fillet. It's that cheese just, just sitting there. Hmm. And uh, so it's Texas 17 and a plus seventeen and a half at Clemson. I uh, I mean, if anyone watched the game last year, super tight. A and M had a chance to win it, no doubt. Um, and what has happened really, and, you know, forget the fact that it's going from a from at A&M to at Clemson. OK, throw that out the window and ask yourself what's changed on Clemson besides a ton of defensive attrition, uh, especially on the line, um, which is where they gave A&M problems last year, if I remember correctly. Um, and a little bit of attrition on offense too. So, so A&M's virtually thrown out the same team. Um, and Jimbo Fisher has another year of his recruits in there. Um, and they have one of five, I believe, active national championship coaches. So I don't see how he loses by 17 and a half. I can't remember the last time I've seen Jimbo Fisher lose by 17.
0: Right? Like even last year, where was that? The game of the year last year. It was A&M who's against Auburn or LSU or something like that. The one that won like so many overtimes like a and mls yeah dude that was a great game um i, f- I just feel like A M and jimbo fisher i'm a florida state fan so growing up watching jimbo fisher his offensive can- offenses can to play it doesn't matter what the defense does because the offense is going to keep in it and they're going to need it with you know going against trevor lawrence and what's his name the running back um etna eatna ah, like edian yeah edian dude i'm so bad with names but I'm close enough where everyone knows who I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so that's important. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, definitely. I see, uh, I see, like I said, I, I'm going with this just for two units. Kind of like I'm feeling it. Same as Texas. Like I like them, but I'm not like Kansas in love with them. Another quick fact about Kansas. Coastal Carolina lost to Eastern Michigan by seven last week. Just throwing that extra little set out there for everyone to get you more hyped on that bet. Um, but back to this Texas A&M, I definitely see them on the uprise they're definitely a threat to anyone in their conference and only good things to come in the future with Jimbo Fisher kind of at the helm leading the way and what's his name Munn the QB he he looks good looked real good game one against Texas Texas State
1: yeah Kellen Munn he's he's extremely mobile and like I said last year uh Clemson got after him because I mean they had uh, all-star defensive line and they I don't expect that to change three, too much
0: deep first round pitch right right I don't
1: expect that to change yeah, too much they're not you know they're not just losing you know all the athleticism advantage but but I do look for mon to have a little bit of more time to work with. Uh, he'll throw fewer mistakes um, and if they can get off that initial edge of the crowd in death valley there, I think they have a chance to win it because let's be honest, Clemson was not impressive from a defensive standpoint or from a from a Trevor Lawrence standpoint in week one.
0: Yeah, I saw a little quick stat though about um, Trevor Lawrence and his numbers. Actually, he's the only quarterback in the nation. His de- his all, his numbers go up when he's playing better defenses. Doesn't make any damn sense. I know. But his numbers do go up in bigger games, and that was like on Sports Science, some bullshit. I was sitting there watching, so gotta believe it. Like I said, guys, these are just a few few picks. Uh, if you think I'm only playing two NFL picks, you're damn crazy. Follow me on on Twitter, on Instagram. Get my phone number. Get whatever. Find some way to contact me. Find somewhere to view it. I will be constantly posting uh, tweets with all my picks um going through it i'm hoping to have a great week and you know you want to say anything else before uh we start wrapping things up garrett any games you want to look at you're looking at anything you're cited anything that you know gets you uh riled up for this weekend
1: oh no i, I just no I, I hope you guys just enjoy the the first weekend of the double double football uh saturday and sunday i know i got pto friday and, and monday so i'll be enjoying the hell out of my weekend Uh, probably probably drinking quite a bit gambling even more um so yeah just hope you guys enjoy it uh we'll still have those contest details they're still coming we're just trying to work some things out uh, but we already have the uh, the prize for you guys. So uh, once we get that worked out, we'll definitely get that info to you.
0: Yeah, definitely more to come with contests, more to come with the picks, tons more to come with the season. Like I said, the guys, this is Week One NFL, Week Two NCAA. We're just getting started, and I'm really excited to see things to come. Um, I'll do a little recap of all my picks, and Garrett will do the same. That way, you guys, you know, at the end, just get a wrap up. I'm going to do first. I'm going to do the Plays I talked about in my podcast, then a few plays I haven't mentioned yet. Um, so I have Texas plus seven, UCF minus ten, Ohio or er, Wyoming minus seven, Texas A&M minus seventeen, Mortal Walk of the podcast, Kansas minus seven, um, and then the games I didn't talk about are Minnesota minus three, Ohio State minus sixteen, Auburn minus eighteen and a half, and Hawaii minus five. Um, then followed up with the Falcons my line, Ravens minus six and a half, and like I said, Colts plus seven.
1: What'd you have this week, uh, Garrett? All right, for uh, college, I had Ohio State minus seventeen hosting Cincinnati, Iowa minus twenty hosting Rutgers, Maryland plus one hosting Syracuse, A and M plus seventeen and a half at Clemson, LSU minus five at Texas, Miami Florida minus six at North Carolina. Western Kentucky plus seven and a half at FIU. And then for the NFL, I had Josh Allen to win the (laughs) NFL AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, That's one unit play to win 100. Um, And then for games, I had Chiefs minus four at Jacksonville. Rams minus three at Carolina. Colts plus seven at LA Chargers. And Dallas minus seven hosting the Giants.
0: Okay. And that's all we have this week. Episode three of the pod of the fix. Um, Like where we're going so far, definitely trying to get our numbers higher and higher. Appreciate you guys coming in, tuning in, hearing what we have to say. Uh, Like I said, seven, three and one for me, I think two and four, two and five for Garrett. He's looking to make a comeback. I'm looking to increase this thing up. Everyone follow the picks. Like I said, we're gonna make a shit ton of money this weekend. Looking forward to see the games. NFL is kicking off tonight and this weekend. Football is officially back. You got everything playing every damn day of the week, pretty much. There's going to be lines out there. Let's do what we do, boys, and let's go make some fucking money. Peace.